Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Focus on the Color. I'm Videhi, and I have a very special guest here today. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, yeah. My name is Lauren Peterson. I am currently a senior at the University of California, Berkeley, studying economics and global studies, and I'm originally from Seattle, Washington. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Focus on the Color. I'm Videhi, and I have a very special guest here today. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, yeah. My name is Lauren Peterson. I am currently a senior at the University of California, Berkeley, studying economics and global studies, and I'm originally from Seattle, Washington. That's great. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're doing here, like what your interests are? Yeah, definitely. Um, so definitely came in really focused on public health and the idea of like global public health and what that meant for underprivileged populations throughout the world and um, kind of transitioned from there to focus more broadly on like all global issues. So have started to look more into the intersection of economics and development um, and global development in particular, but obviously throughout the last few years, also like the idea of developing like where we live and focusing more on the places that we grow up as well as just like looking outside of our own communities. So that's been sort of my intersection right now. I've done a lot of like economic research here at Cal, um, focused like on a plethora of different things, mainly like economic development related or also even like disaster management. Mm -hmm. um, so I worked um, for a PhD student on her dissertation on just emergency offices throughout the world and how they respond to global crises as well as like looking at um, the Center for Effective Global Action here on campus, which I worked to do like multiple different things, but specifically a big part of my life here has been in Project Rishi, which is um, a rural India social and health improvement organization um, where I've worked with a lot of South Asian students as well as other students on developing communities in rural India and what that really means, what that looks like. Um, and so, yeah, that's like a little bit about what I've done. I can go into detail later. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Um, that's great. What was your favorite part about doing research and stuff? Do you yeah. have a favorite part? Well, research definitely it can be monotonous. Mm -hmm. I think like it really depends what you like to do. I think I found through research that I really like to be involved in team-oriented projects and being in a collaborative space, which oftentimes in research, you find yourself working alone or not really being able to interact with your ideas face-to-face um, -face with other people. Um, but what I did really like was just learning, like taking your own ideas and being able to develop all of, you know, it's just like so much information mm -hmm. all at once. It's like you're developing all these like opinions and ideas really quickly. And I just think that with my research, I like gathered so much information and the main big skill you take from that is like how you can analyze it and really understand what you're like, what the point of what you're doing is. And with all research, it's really like asking you to be unique and find your own like authentic story within mm -hmm. the research that you're doing. And so I think that was something that intrigued me about it in general was just like 
learning that you have kind of finding your own path and like finding a very unique thing to look at and research so that you can be saying something new and not just continuing a narrative that you hear all the time yeah i like how you put it that way like i feel like a lot of people don't really think of research in that sense i mean i feel like everyone's always talking about oh like choose a topic you're interested in but like never like making it your own topic yeah yeah and i feel like you're really good at what you do with research not saying that about myself just like the people i've seen that do Mm -hmm. really well are people that are obviously really passionate but kind of find their own niche and storyline like making it authentic to themselves um obviously so many people in the university setting do research and it's kind of like this buzzword you hear but you don't really know what it means really Mm -hmm. for everyone so yeah no that's a great way of putting it um Continue on, do you want to talk a little bit more about Project Rashik? Yeah. You did say it's a big part of. Yeah, it definitely has been a big part of my experience at Cal. Um, sort of in an interesting way because uh, Project Rashik is a largely South Asian community on campus. And I sort of like came into it with, uh, I mean, being a white woman in at Cal when you are obviously coming from like a majority space in the United States and being in a position of like where you are experiencing new culture very like upfront in your face but in a way where you have to be really critical of your own has been really interesting for me with Rishi like we um, for example do a lot of new member training and development theory work and that's something that I've done in my classes being global development Mm -hmm. but in practice when you're actually working with Um, a culture that's very different than your own kind of try and understand what your place in that in that space is like what is a white woman's space in development and so that's something that has been really a big part of my experience at Cal is just understanding my positionality within all of all the things that I do so within Rishi like being in positions of leadership what does that mean as a white person who's working with a population of people that have had very different backgrounds the people we work with obviously one for most of us they're from a very different socioeconomic background and then for me like also that cultural aspect so it's been very interesting like learning how you can connect and actually make impacts with a culture so different than yours rather than just propagating a lot of like the same issues you see in a lot of nonprofit work all over the world you know Right. Um, and like continuing off of that, one of my big questions was, how do you think this has like changed your opinions on like volunteerism and like, just like, I feel like even like, I mean, I'm in Rishi too, but like, if you go into India, you're going to obviously feel like a bigger person. Right. And so like, how do you think you've been? So how do you feel like that's changed your opinions on? Yeah, I think, well, starting coming into college, I think a lot of people do high school sort of like service work it's a very common narrative at mm-hmm. least that you hear within the united states um like the demographics around here but the people that go to berkeley so even in high school i was i was living like in the dominican republic for a few months and doing other projects that were kind of development focused and i was always aware of the idea that this didn't feel always right. Like I didn't know if I was really there making an impact or just almost like messing up the waters and causing even more destruction oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And so I 
mainly thought like of it as a good thing like before I came to college and I think when I came into Rishi I was sort of like hit in the face with maybe this isn't right you know like maybe what I'm doing isn't like the best thing for me to be doing as an impactful as a white woman like is this where I can put my impact like is this actually beneficial or am I just kind of coming in for my own benefit or like for my own altruistic benefit that mm-hmm. makes me look you know like this savior which I I honestly didn't even really know that term before or like thought about it deeply before Rishi um and I think quickly in Rishi I learned that I had a certain like role or place to be in that type of work that maybe wasn't going to be like the front wheel driver like the driver's seat mm-hmm. and like maybe I wasn't going to be the one that could make every single decision or like call the shots because in reality that's what not sustainable and two I don't like have the knowledge base to be making those decisions and like the local environmental knowledge that you learn or like that you learn is important in this work like that was something that was very clear from the get go like wait, this isn't my place to be telling them what to do. We need to like really talk through this and what is actually needed because otherwise there's no point in us being here and us working here. Um, so I think going to India to answer that part of the question um, was just another reminder of, I think one, there, there's one side of being like white in a country where the majority of people aren't white or even from the majority of people aren't American or like European, whatever it may be, it obviously puts you in like a certain light and you have to be very aware of what that propagates or like what that makes people think of you or even of your organization. And specifically because I can't speak Hindi, so that was a big thing for me. Like I, one was, blonde white and in like a community that maybe rarely was around that demographic and to like I couldn't speak to them you know yeah so I think there's two sides to that because if you can't even approach them and have a full conversation then that even almost like makes it more intense the like difference that you have um so I think the main thing that I learned was really like being thoughtful about my connections with my friends and partners in Rishi because a lot of times I did real like they were doing most of the work and I was taking a back seat so like how can I be impactful in that work or what is my position here and I think it ended up being that a lot of the time at the end of the day when we would have debriefs or talk about the work we were doing I took more of a role in trying to understand and articulate what everyone else was saying and trying to maybe make conclusions for all of us or like Mm -hmm. kind of be like an analyzer of the situation. Um, But I think it's something I still grapple with and still like consider every single time I'm doing something for Rishi, like what is my position here? What role should I be taking? It's harder because it's also such a big community, right? And so like everyone's voice is going to be different. And so like putting opinions together itself is a hard task to begin with so yeah I get it um but thank you yeah um going off of that um 
I was gonna ask, how do you think um, global studies um, work has like changed your views? Because it's yeah. a newer field, and I feel like a lot of it's not talked about. Um, and I feel like global studies is a really interesting major. Because I mean, I'm doing it too, yeah. but I feel like I wanted to know your opinion on how it changed your like, views of the world and stuff. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, obviously, inherently, when you think of the major, you think, oh, maybe this will change to, like what I think of the world. But I think a big part of the global studies curriculum here is it's so broad that you really can choose any direction you want to take it, which I actually like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm doing the development path. That's what you're doing too. Yes. Um, so that's been interesting. I think every class sort of teaches me something different. Um, and some of the classes I take more of like a pessimistic view, whereas I, I sort of kind of judge the professors, mm-hmm. you know, and what they're saying, and I'm more critical. And then some I kind of fall into their I don't know, mindset and really agree with them. And I think that's any major, but I don't know. Overall, I think global studies has made me think way more critically about development theory and also just the place of academics in observing the world and what world affairs look like. Mm -hmm. Because obviously there's things like anthropology and other disciplines like sociology that have done that for so long. And global studies is trying to find sort of this balance, I think, between all of these really common, um, large-scale like academic professions. So I don't know, I appreciate that because just having an anthropology view on the world in my eyes is maybe not the best because it, it's biased in one way. And I think being able to take all these different classes in a lot of different areas of our university as well as like learning from people who are geographers and demographers and all these Mm -hmm. different fields has in a way also created my global mindset and global understanding because the the whole major itself is just so globally broad even in its academic pursuits like you can do anything or you can learn from anyone almost so yeah I think that's what's changed my global mindset or how I think about the world is just hearing from all these different academic com- kind it's of It's like, like putting your own puzzle together in a yeah, sense. Yeah, I feel super almost independent study mm-hmm. type of major where you, but that kind of makes sense because when you're thinking about global studies, how can you really articulate that into one like easy class, you know, yes. intro class? And it's like, even like in the intro class right now, we're talking about like 20 different subjects. It's like constantly changing, but yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Cause it's like such a, like a broad perspective from like such a high ground Yeah. Um, that it's hard to like narrow things down. Yeah. yeah. I think it takes a really well-read professor <laughs> sort of to be able to narrate, not to have not just a very biased view or a certain kind of, some professors only look at certain authors right or like Mm -hmm. certain writers and philosophers rather than people who maybe are from different backgrounds or people new to academics because there is obviously a super white old man like philosophy Mm -hmm. view of development and then there's also these newer views of development and what global studies means so finding that intersection is really important which I think that I think global studies is getting there yeah I mean it's definitely a newer topic and I yeah and I honestly like it too I feel like 
I like the change that's coming from it as well. Yeah. I feel like it's been more important to like learn like from a higher point of view. And I feel like in a sense, international relations is very more nitpicky in right. a sense. Yeah, and it's funny because I don't know a lot of international relations students here at the mm-hmm. political science route. And I think that's also because political science is pretty polarizing and thinking of international relations in that way is almost impossible because you yeah. there's so many different lenses and different politics going on everywhere. For sure. I don't actually know any international relations yeah. majors either. I've met a I think it's only political science, yeah. political economy. I know a lot of people who do political economy, mm-hmm. global studies. I think it's a concentration within poly or poli sci, so mm-hmm. maybe we don't even know if people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, but it's definitely something. I don't know about you, but like when I was growing up or in in high school, I was really interested in international relations, and I think it was like sort of a buzzword or. You do model UN or you do yeah. these things and suddenly you're like, oh, this is what I want, you know? Um, For sure. And with global studies, it doesn't give you necessarily that like international relations debate type energy, but I think that's good because it allows you to kind of create that on your own in different ways, in different parts of campus and clubs or whatever. For sure. And there's like so many like things just going on, even in the classroom, like all the debates and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, We never had Model UN, but I was always envious of those who did. Something made me want to be a UN. Yes. Yeah. Still a dream job. So we'll see. Everyone in global studies is a dream job. Well, what are your plans for the future? Um, So I. I started, or obviously a lot of what I've done in college is sort of nonprofit, social impact driven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still really interested in that, but I wanted to take a little bit of a different route for now and kind of go more onto the like business consulting side for a little bit just to, I don't know, gain more insight to learn more about, I don't know, the world in that way. Um, so I'm working, doing consulting after school. I'm actually moving to New York, which I'm really excited Oh, that's about. really exciting. Yeah, um, but while I'm there, I really hope to remain involved in impact, like social impact work, even mm-hmm. outside of my job. So whatever that looks like, even with pro bono consulting or certain things like that. Um, but at the end of the day, I hope to kind of find a niche within telling stories of the world and in a way that's impactful and makes people want to continue to change the way that like our world functions, whether that's with climate change or epidemics or whatever that may look like. So I'm honestly really interested in going more into the creative space Mm -hmm. eventually, because I do think that's really impactful for global studies or global development, just thinking about how we can portray the world in a way that makes people understand other cultures and other societies more so that they care. Um, and yeah, I don't know what that will look like, but that is definitely something I'm like interested in. Doing. No, that'll be fun. And I think that's a great way to put it because I feel like any type of like media or art form is always yeah. like so much more impactful, I feel like. Yeah. Um, 
because it like everyone it hits everyone differently like yeah documentary or even just art in general I feel like it touches everyone in a different way and I think that's really cool yeah I think with being within nonprofits and the bureaucracy and the difficulties you face obviously are worth it when you're doing really important work but I also do think that a lot of times they inhibit you from making really important decisions or changes or it takes a lot longer and sometimes I wonder like where can we find an alternative to that mm-hmm. or like what's actually gonna change these problems or like all these societies face you know how can we actually instill change and one way I do think is through sort of media and thinking looking at documentaries and informing yourself of other places but I don't think that's everything I just think that is also a factor that we have to like consider I definitely agree well to end it off do you want to name like a favorite documentary something you have oh that is a good question (laughs) honestly well these aren't necessarily documentaries but I really enjoy (laughs) this is so but I really enjoy like the planet earth all of those series because I don't know there's something about um showing the nature in certain places mm-hmm. that makes you feel like this human connection to those places and different parts of the world. So I've always been really intrigued to be sort of like a National Geographic oh, producer. It would be a, such a cool job. Such a dream job because you get to really understand the cultures and whatever, maybe the nature animals that you're around. So oh, for sure. obviously that's kind of a basic answer, but I would say that's definitely the most inspiring to me. I agree. And I love David Attenborough's voice. Yes. So <laughs> always good. <laughs> yeah. Very relaxed. Yes. Well, that's about it. Do you have any last comments or anything you want to? Um, no, I'm happy to chat with you and would love to chat more as like, time goes on. So. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Thank you. Thank you.